Happy Workers' Day! I've revolutionized bread! Keep it down, Otto. You've been trying for over a decade. Your workshop burning down wasn't enough deterrent. Well, Charles, if at first you don't succeed, try, try again. And you can quote me on that. I think I've read that somewhere. Hey, isn't that a quote by... Shush. I'm thinking of what to name it. Otto, all you did was slice bread. And nobody's gonna buy it. It'll be ugly and it'll go bad quicker. Slice bread, eh? Sliced bread. I love it! <laughs> Did you hear anything I was saying? Hiya, I'm Bio. And in case you were wondering, you are now listening to the What A Joke Podcast. A friendly disclaimer before you proceed. Continued listening may result in one or more of the following. Involuntary and unrestrained laughter. Learning new things. Uh-huh. Enjoyment, being offended, and falling in love. And most importantly, always remember, please don't take everything you hear on here too seriously. Have you ever heard the expression, the best thing since sliced bread? No? Really? Wow. Am I your only source of pop culture and interesting phrases? You need to do better. Once upon a time, no bread was pre-sliced. It just wasn't done. And you were crazy for even thinking about it. But along came a spider. Which, now that I look it up, is not an expression anyone uses, but rather the title of a book and a movie. Still, something changed. So remarkably so, that it is considered possibly the best thing ever, or at least the most recent great invention of our time. Notes, sliced bread happened before the atomic bomb. Bread has been one of the most important foods in human history. For tens of thousands of years, it has been a key agricultural staple in society's diets. In less than a century, the bread industry has greatly diversified in recipe and presentation. Now you, you got all kinds of bread. Raisin bread, sardine bread, butter bread, engine oil bread, bread-free bread, and so on. But all that pales in comparison to what happened on the 7th of July, 1928. On this August day, another expression, a miracle came into our lives. I can still hear the cries of the first sliced bread and the Chillicott Baking Company. But let's go back a bit years before Otto hit the lotto. Otto Frederick Rowader was born in Davenport, Iowa in 1880. Davenport. Hmm. I hope you didn't test the slicer on any lab rats. 
After public school, he became a jeweler's apprentice and furthered his education, earning a degree in optics from the Northern Illinois College of Ophthalmology. He then returned back to the jewelry business and eventually ended up owning three stores. Now, despite his very fruitful day job, he was an inventor at heart. He saw the thrill that his straight-laced venture could never give him. It's a bit inspirational even. Now, I don't know what Otto was on, maybe some moldy bread, but he decided that the best way to spend his time was trying to slice bread mechanically. Now, I'm not complaining, just saying, man really had to have been passionate because he was sure enough of his idea to sell all his jewelry stores. <gasps> yes, crazy. Now, he could comfortably invest in building the prototype for his machine. Before we continue, quickly, a word from our sponsor. You may not own a jewelry store, but you have the next best thing. Your father's house. Think about it. Also, I just want to remind you that I studied mechanical engineering. I am neither a financial advisor nor an economist. Heed my advice at your own risk. And now, back to your regularly scheduled programming. However, oops, sorry. However, nothing good ever comes easy. You would think that selling his stores was the hard part, but nope. In 1917, tragedy struck the father of sliced bread. That's, that's a nice ring to it. His factory burned down, along with his blueprints and his prototype. Please, where do you want him to start from? But in the face of great peril is where you know a man's true worth. Bio 2023 Router spent the next decade working, tinkering, and rebuilding his machine. Improving, even, on his previous blueprints. It's giving acrimony vibes, though. Which brings us back to the beginning of our episode. Sliced bread, eh? Sliced bread. I love it! By 1928, he succeeded, creating a machine that would wrap and slice bread. He applied for patents and sold the first machine to baker Frank Bench, what a name, in Missouri. Bench kept the machine in his Missouri-based Chillicothe Baking Company and began selling sliced bread. And the rest is kind of history. He sold his next machine to a baker named Gustav Papendick who found a way to improve it by figuring out a way to keep the slices together as the machine wrapped them, placing them in a cardboard tin. Apparently, this kept them fresh. <laughs> Thanks, Gustav. In 1928, the Chillicothe Constitution Tribune published an advertisement with the headline, Sliced bread is made here. I, do they have Southern accents in Missouri? This was the first ever reference to sliced bread in print. It also called sliced bread the greatest forward step in the baking industry since bread was wrapped. Yeehaw! Nope, nope. <laughs> now, it wasn't all rosy for our dough, see? Bread indeed did see red. But when the going got dough, the dough got going. <laughs> when sliced bread went public, people were skeptical, to say the least. Hun, they slice the bread before you even see it. Isn't that just dandy? I don't know, hun. 
How long you reckon it took them to do that? My ghost tale in a day. It's the sickness of the human race to not appreciate greatness as it occurs. It is what it is. At the time, the consumers thought the early bread slices looked sloppy and they were wary about them going stale too fast. This, of course, was the era before preservatives, as we know them. Improvements in packaging by Rowder, Papendick, and others helped solve this issue. Soon enough, Americans grew to love sliced bread's convenience, especially the housewives who made breakfast and lunch for the families. It was definitely much easier to make a couple of sandwiches or toast with uniform sliced bread. Mmm, that uniformity, that half-inch thickness, yum. <laughs> As a result, people started eating more bread. Now, there are people who were always meant to blow. But unless an person blows, they themselves cannot blow. Are you feeling me? For them to blow, one other must first blow. Now that blow, the, the blow that cannot blow without the other blue, that's the toaster. Yeah. The arrival of sliced bread brought with it increased popularity of the toaster, which had been invented long before the sliced bread. We, oui. In 1893, Alan McMaster's device hit shelves and it had limited success, as you can imagine with a lack of sliced bread and widespread electricity. I like to think that Alan was a man of vision, hmm? and he was preparing for the great bread division. Several inventors improved on Alan's design, which he named Eclipse Toaster. I don't look at it. And in 1919, Charles Strife, what a name, why is your last name Strife? Oh my goodness. Debuted a toaster with a timer and spring, which he sold as the Toastmaster, huh? McMaster, Toastmaster. In 1926, two years before the Great Bread Division. A few years later, when sliced bread became popular, the sales of Toastmaster, they shut up. Now, almost every home has both sliced bread and a toaster. It is a match made in heaven. I'm going to stop this accent now. As for Rowder, the sliced bread maker's creator, he sold his patent to the Micro Westo Company of Iowa, where he led the Rowder Bakery Division. There, he helped sell his invention to more and more bakeries. He remained little known, despite his huge impact on the breakfasts and lunches of millions of working class people and school children. Otto Rowder, you changed my life. <sighs> Thank you. He did not become rich off of his invention or get the bread, as the kids would say. Rather, he lived a quiet life in Louisiana with his wife and two children. He retired at the age of 71. In his lifetime, he received seven bread slicing technology patents and his original sliced bread machine remains in the Smithsonian Institution's Bering Center. He passed away at the age of 80 after a proper slice of life thank you thank you very much Otto today what a joke salutes you and your efforts Kachi 21 gun salutes for my guy our fallen comrade
Another Monday, another joke. But you made it through and didn't die of laughter. We thank God. Our solemn mission is to share this episode with everyone. Friends, family, strangers on the internet, that guy that's toasting you, your lecturer, your boss, heck, your unborn child. Share the funny. Make sure to follow the podcast on our socials at Pod and follow me at Udolibayo. Tweet about it, post screenshots of your favorite timestamps and moments. Tag me and I will respond. I'm not popular enough to air you yet. <laughs> the Joker community on WhatsApp is always looking for new family members. Join to get first-hand info about a podcast you love so much at the link in the description. What a joke. You're really calming this stuff up. Yeah.